This is Getting Past Subtitles. My name is Sean Peel. And I'm DK Lee. And welcome to week number two. Yes. Of our lovey-dovey in the sky, mucho hearts. Melodramatic. Melodramatic. I don't know, like, between this and the last one, I mean, this has been melodramatic, but the last one was, like, it tried, but it was different. It was an overall different tone. You know what I mean? Like, that was a little more... That was more like fairy tale feeling. Like just campy. Like dreamy. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Like more campy. This one's a little more. This one's like serious. actually. Like this was like for real melodrama. Yeah. Like, like through and through, you know. Yeah. So we're we're kind of exploring the the genre of romance as we go along. But uh, that movie that we saw last week was the classic, very fitting name. And this week we watched, um, a moment to remember. Yes. Um, in Korean, it's actually called "There's an Eraser in My Head" <laughs> or "Or Eraser in My Head" is the literal translation for it. Uh huh. But that doesn't sound quite. It doesn't roll off the tongue nicely, does yeah, it? Yeah, at least in English. But in Korean, it it's actually quite a good name because mm. it it's referring to you know what she you know the disease she has. You're right. But also, kind of, it's like a nice. Uh, like a, is it like a, a play on words kind of? Yeah, it, it's a nice metaphor for okay her, you know, what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Mm. right. I mean, a moment to remember is good too, though. I mean, a like moment to remember. Yeah, that one is more like referring to the movie, like what scene wise. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like you the know. very significant moment that happens, obviously. Yeah. So to speak, like that plays a huge factor in the movie. So, but in the beginning, when she writes you know that like short like beginning intro where like she's writing something mm. on the paper okay yeah that's like she literally writes the title of the oh <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile it's like fading in a moment to remember uh, like right next to it yeah they fooled me it, okay this was weird like did did you watch okay, it said director's cut in there did you notice that I, was that in your version? i'm not sure if it said that or not i don't seeing that because it was like so in that in that same shot and then it was like john h lee director film title and then like director's cut underneath and so i didn't know that that was the version that i picked or watched and i was like okay like i guess i'm in for a long run here like i hope we watch the same version but then after some digging i couldn't find any any other one and yeah any other version or the was it like two hours and 30 something minutes long it was two hours and like 24 minutes yeah, 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 yeah. and, and they the, everything that i saw came up as the same runtime so i was like was that just like a flex that you threw in your movie you know like it, it wasn't actually a different version mm. uh, it was just something like that kind of threw me for a loop for a little bit but um yeah uh, but it was kind of funny it felt like the overall like editing we can get into that later but like editing and pacing felt like director cut ish like mm. you know what i mean like maybe a, like in the way that it was like detailed i never thought of it that way so i never felt that so mm. i mean obviously i noticed it so that was yeah kind exactly. of in my brain yeah. already and so I, I might have paid a little more attention to that but I, I did feel like oh this feels like a raw cut instead of because there were bits that i felt like could have been shorthanded a little mm. bit or kind of sped up the pacing but um, overall, the pacing is really, really slow. Um, but it's it's consistent, though. And I think that's kind of a plus. Mm. But um, yeah, so kind of already mentioned it. Directed by John H. Lewis. came out in 2004. So still early 2000s as per Lee's thematics and personal tastes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, I'm guessing this is, I read it's based off of a, a Japanese television drama yeah. called Pure Soul that released in 2001. Um, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I read it and I was like, I don't know how much that's true. But then it is because, like, it won for, like, Best Adapted Screenplay. So, obviously, it's, like, an adaptation. So, so it is true. I don't know why I thought it was fake. but Yeah, why would you think it was fake? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I read the synopsis for Pure Soul and, like, it's it's not one-to-one yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, it definitely it, takes quite a bit of a departure. Yeah. So... It just felt like a keyword super... ad- adapted, <laughs> but it felt like such a like loosely based, you know. It's still adapted though. I guess still giving credit to like, but can you own like? Oh, I forgot the memory plot. You know that that's what it's. I mean, there's a lot though. It's the writing the letter stuff and mm. the losing the memory stuff. Right. 
but yeah, there's there's a lot there that's different, right? Yeah. Obviously, but I mean, at least he's giving credit, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. It was just something that I thought was weird. Uh, Obviously, yeah, I'm nitpicking a lot <laughs> in, in, in what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but huge movie in Korea, right? It's kind of what we're watching it uh, aside with the classic. And apparently a big hit in Japan as well. Um, mm. Did a pretty good theatrical run there. So Yeah, Japanese people would love this kind of movie. I guess. They're like, oh, you're going to rip our stuff? Oh, actually, hey. Yeah. I mean, just like watching their movies, like Japanese movies. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff kind of like this, you know? Like It's very it's like, much in, like, what they would do with the romance drama. The like, love <laughs> and the heartbreak and the... Do you remember I Want to Eat Your Pancreas? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like, You're Lying April. I don't know if you ever watched that series. I haven't, but I know of it. But yeah. It's the typical girl about to die and the... <laughs> guy who you know yeah. loves the girl and regrets it and whatever but but koreans appreciate a happy ending versus japan would be like <laughs> murder like killer <laughs> like, dead. she dead there's no going back you never see her again yeah but it definitely feel, but it's definitely there's something with them it's, and a, like, it's a bittersweet we, ending right yeah i mean it's not necessarily a happy ending it is bittersweet but it ends on like a more hopeful they wrap it in a happy, yeah, <laughs> like bow, but it's not Here you go. really happy at all. On a petri dish for you, yeah. Don't be, don't be too sad. Like she's not recovering, so you know. But at least they're together. Just that last moment. It, it, it's how they um, came to the ending, right? Which kind of makes it. Happy. I. We'll, we'll get into later too, but I, I give a, a couple of credits for how they wrapped up the movie too, because. Mm. I like after a while I kind of questioned like the trajectory of the movie and I was very curious as to how they were gonna wrap yeah. it up and uh I was pleased by the ending so I think that that was a, a good job mm-hmm. um what else do I have here um so yeah so again starring Son Yujin as Sujin and we have a another getting past subtitles veteran Jung Woo Sung as Chosu. Chosu, yeah. <laughs> Who, if you remember our episode from way back when, The Good, Bad, and The Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also in Innocent Witness, which I. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I did. That's a pretty good movie, actually. It's fairly recent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not too old, maybe like. Yeah, where like, he plays like a lawyer. Yeah, and he's trying to like. Defend this uh, girl or something like that. Yeah, well, he's like I'm trying to uncover like this case and this girl that has high school girl that has like down syndrome was like a witness and then he's trying to like get the facts out of her yeah it wasn't a bad movie i thought that one was pretty good um but man (laughs) he's like jung woo sung plays like such a character of himself (laughs) like you know you didn't did you get that feeling so i think once i realized well one like when i watched a movie i didn't like put two and two together but it felt like this is a very melodramatic romance movie, and he's a very much like a character. He's very much like just like super dramatized, you know, and like pretty one note. Like he's very consistent, but very like like I don't know if that's a real person. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it feels very kind of scripted, but like in support of the story. But then when I realized that it was him, and he does play like this cool guy, especially in the Good, Bad, and the Weird, it felt like a super drama dramatized version of like mm. that room what about innocent witness i got honestly i gotta go back and like remember <laughs> but I, I think it was like different though he he had a different kind vibe. of yeah, vibe <laughs> for that one yeah um but they're all very different movies but yeah yeah but yeah, i thought that was kind of interesting what I did mean, you think he's pretty hard to he's not a character actor i don't think in terms of like um, right he's not like william defoe where not, he yeah, like yeah. he like blends into the character and like he becomes a chameleon right and he becomes this like somebody other completely than. different character but i think he and then he picks a lot of roles that are very like you said um he's almost the main character you know like mm. he, he is the star he is he is like the A-list star, so obviously he plays a lot of those roles. And maybe that's why you get that feeling where it feels like 
pure. He, like there's a through line with everything. Right, bit. right, right. He he plays very similar characters mm. or in the in the <laughs> same vein, right? Sure. Um yeah, I agree. <laughs> but but I think that there are nuances in his characters though. Like yeah, obviously yeah. from Good Bad and Weird and and this one. Mm. There's a clear difference in character. I don't think I think know, it fits into like, like the genre that he's playing in really well. Mm. You know, like in the Good Bad and the Weird, that's a very distinct kind of tone in movie. Right. And he blends really well into like that world. Mm. Same thing with like Innocent Witness and being a lawyer and same thing with this movie like 100% as yeah. well. And I think that's mainly why I feel that way because mm-hmm. he does such a great job in like, oh, we're gonna, you're going to do this super romance movie. Like, you know, it has this very clear tone. And he's like, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, don't worry, I'll be that guy, you know? And he just blends into he's that He's like so the well. ideal, like, dude that <laughs> you would think in, in like a romance movie. Right. It's right. like, he'll be the ideal dude yeah. kind of thing, right? So this is not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. No, yeah, it works for him, especially in like an iconic film, right? Or like at least in this in this case, where this movie was very popular and it was kind of like a perfect cast uh-huh. to you know I mean, an ideal. You got the Hollywood prince and the Hollywood princess. Yeah, <laughs> coming there you together. go. <laughs> right, make one epic romance there you movie. Go. Oh man, can't do it twice. <laughs> but um, it is my week. I'm gonna try my best. This one's not so bad. I will say, I had, I had a note here. I was like, as I was writing it, and like when I kicked it off, I was like, it's one of those movies that's pretty easy to like make a synopsis about. Like it's not complex. It's pretty straightforward. But the runtime is so long. Like the it movie, is. the the movie is so long that I like realized, wait. Did a I just watch a bunch of like right? nothing though? Oh yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you when when I actually had to think about the details, I was like, like not much really, really goes on. But like it's, it's a lot of like building up to the climax. Right, right, right. right. And like and, and you 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 wonder like, was it all of this needed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's like a lot of this kind of feels like filler mm. a little bit. I mean, some necessary. But like others, like, hmm. But I think that's kind of what you need in a romance, though. Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, I mean, we can talk about it after you do the synopsis. Yeah. Oh, pause. Footnote. But but his his point was that it's really long, it but is really it's quite long. simple, the, <laughs> the story, right? <laughs> let, me, let me break it down to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> clear segue. All right, so yeah. So we have um, Son Jun. Son Jin. Uh, Sujin, 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 my bad. Clear. There's <laughs> you, clearly a you, you right there. You mix um, it up with uh, Yejin. I, <laughs> Sujin. We were, we were joking off air. It's like Son Yejin. Yeah. And the character is like <laughs> Sujin. Yeah. It's like, take out the Ye. <laughs> and you did Son Jin. <laughs> <I did. laughs> uh, yeah. Sujin, Sujin. Uh, so yeah, Sujin, she, um, so basically she returns home after. Kind of leaving, but partially also being left, sort of, yeah. right? Well, she was about to leave with her Boyfriend, lover. yeah, but then he flaked. Yeah, not really boyfriend, Yeah, technically, because he Te- had a... Uh, <laughs> it was an affair, right? Yes. It, was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was that kind of sh- spiel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he was married. Um, so the person turns out to be that her boyfriend or whatever was actually her, like, supervisor... Um, and basically she's basically the mistress in that kind of relationship. Um, and so the night of returning home, she has this inconvenient encounter with some guy who just tries to buy a Coke and she basically like steals it from him thinking that it was hers. And like, it was just like a very moment kind of interaction, you know? Um, and so continuing on once Sujin gets back with her family it turns out that she's, in fact, welcomed home to her surprise when she kind of expected to, you know, be, like, lashed at, particularly by her father. But um, after some time, like, it's kind of inferred that there's a passage of time that she's home and uh, her father ends up forgiving her for, uh, you know, everything that she kind of did and, ret- and being away from home and such. 
Um, and so on one particular day when that kind of happens, uh, her father kind of takes him, takes her to his workplace and he works like in construction basically. Um, and he, she encounters the, well, actually the father encounters the same guy that we saw earlier from, uh, the department store or the, the, the convenience store. convenience store but they work together yeah they yeah yeah he's a construction worker and he and the father is overseeing the construction he's like a contract worker mm-hmm. so, he, so he's a foreman in like the contract workers or whatever yeah. um and there's like a little like dispute scene going on you can tell that this guy's pretty hot-headed for for a person um and so uh and basically sujin recognizes him um when they drive away she's like oh there's that 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 dude. So Sujin now is like back to work and she works in like men's apparel basically. Um and she is sought for help from her supervisor uh after like basically her supervisor was in charge of renovating or like starting this new office and there was like some drama that went to crap and he was like, Oh my god, what can I do? And she's like, I might have a plug for you and she calls her dad for a favor. And then he basically hires this guy to help renovate the office. And they kind of have an exchange there. And it turns out that he does, in fact, remember her from that particular moment. Yeah. Is he fine? Oh, I thought I cut off. We're good. All right. Um. So yeah, so after they pretty much, he recognizes her and they meet, um, Sujin starts to develop a crush for him now, and she kind of gets disappointed because she expects him to come back to the workplace to finish the renovation and stuff, but it turns out that he doesn't, and then they like they get a bunch of other grunt workers to go, and she's yeah. like, dang, like, I did all this stuff for him, and um, basically she... Um, like gets some of her coworkers for like a night out or whatever, or like to introduce them to a few guys, and they like just happen to spot them at this like, uh, like a street vendor kind of restaurant. Yeah, and then they all eat with each other, and then they end up going out <laughs> right after that. He basically yeah. asks her out, um, and then they kind of go steady after that. And there's this like, like dating, uh period right there's like this kind of like lovey-dovey doves in the sky kind of section in the movie um and basically it kind of all leads into like this discussion so her dad ends up finding out that um she's dating somebody and while all this is going through he's like he wants to be an architect and then she kind of gets him into architect school and he like is on the road to being an architect but um with like all the happy vibes going on people start picking up on her like good mood and tone and her dad recognizes like oh, are you seeing somebody now and she's like yeah and then he asks her to like meet him and invite him over for dinner and when she proposes the idea to the guy his name is Chisu by the way by now I should have <laughs> I, I had a nice segue for for Chisu's name but I completely missed my mark um basically he's like against the idea he's pretty hesitant about it and there's like a sequence where like they're discussing it after a while and, like, that discussion turns into, like, oh, you won't meet my dad to, like, what are we going to do if we decided to get married? Or, like, do you even love me? And, like, all these things kind of, like, start coming out. And it leads to, like, this dinner scene at a restaurant where basically she parent traps him. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, shit goes down. And then Sujin, like, kind of falls into an accident. Well, basically, she, like, faints, kind yeah. of. She blacks out. Um, and this kind of, I guess, just like puts him on the spotlight and like makes him like realize that he does love her. And then it goes straight into like them getting married now. Um, and then after that, there's like another honeymoon phase. Right. And by this time, he's like a full fledged architect and even gets proposed to lead a project of his own of like designing. I think it was like a house or something for somebody. Um, and then they kind of like, you know, talk about their own future and, uh, he wants to build a house for them. So when everything is like from good to like getting better, um, 
they kind of put in that uh, Sujin is very like forgetful, right? And more and more kind of becomes a problem and she decides to see a doctor and it all kind of cultivates that after some tests and stuff, it turns out that she has Alzheimer's. And initially she tries to keep it a secret from Chusu and everybody else. But then uh, after a while, as it gets like really, really bad, he goes to the doctor himself and the doctor tells him the truth and he figures it out. And it gets like really bad for her. And as like a side plot, her ex-boyfriend supervisor ends up getting divorced and comes back to the workplace where she is. So they start interacting and then he's like prying, trying to get with her. And then there's like this huge fight scene that happens at home where he's like kind of taking advantage of her question yeah. mark. And uh, Chisu finds out and uh, beats the living shit out of him. And the whole family <laughs> witnesses it in that one scene, right? And when that happens, like nobody knows that she has Alzheimer's except for Chisu. So once that incident happens, like now everybody, including her family, knows what's going on. So they're like, oh, you know, like, what are you going to do with her? Like, you should like separate. She should stay home with us, et cetera, et cetera. And so basically he tries to make it work out and tries to take care of her. Um, but ultimately it's like really uh, tasking on him emotionally and physically. And like she has a moment where she kind of remembers or realizes what she's been doing. And she like ups and skips town <laughs> and disappears off the grid. Yeah, well, she feels guilty because every time that she um, doesn't remember, she would keep on saying the uh, the, the ex yeah um, boyfriend's name, mm-hmm. and she realizes that, and she feels really bad for Chosu. So she writes a long letter, yeah, and she leaves after. She's like peace, bye, and and uh, yeah, so. She pretty much leaves without a trace and uh, just is like pretty much devastated and he goes around trying to search for her and, you know, up to no luck and is like trying to figure things out. Um, and then one day he gets a letter at his house from his wife um, and then like basically he's like, oh, I had a good day, you know, kind of like I remembered a lot of things and I still love you, et cetera, et cetera. But he kind of like, she left the posted stamp that's like in the region that she's staying in and he goes off in search for her in that town and like hits up a bunch of places and like i don't know resor- resorts or hotels or like it's assisted, probably like a medical like, center or yeah yeah you, you, so he ends up finding her eventually and um her alzheimer's is like completely taken over and she doesn't recognize anything and the movie kind of wraps up with him trying to confront her and basically like takes them back to where they first met at the convenience store sort of like tries to recreate the memory and everybody that she knows is there and then it's assuming that she kind of remembers and then they have like they literally ride off into the sunset by the end so that was uh yeah that was not five minutes long but i did my best that was longer than mine last week. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, I don't, should I bring up the two sheets of paper mine that was were there? much more cohesive as that well. Was... I take the win. <laughs> I, I like started reading halfway through my notes and then I. <laughs> you just came up and you're like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> there were too many typos to, to, to follow along with it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this movie, how did you like it? Um, what, what are your thoughts on it? My, I mean, this was my first time watching it, so I went in really fresh. Yeah. Um, I think my my overall first impression of it was really not too distant from like even watching the classic in the way that I thought it was mid. <laughs> you know, like it, it was like just okay, like good enough. Um, I liked the fact that again that it was consistent with like the tone and like like, the identity of the movie that mm-hmm. it was. Like, again, like, it was, a me- like, a very melodrama romance. And it was very much playing into, like, this set tone of, like, of, like, love, basically. Like, I think it was, it did an even better job of, like, being a romance film than the last one. Mm. Just because, like, it did away with, in the classic, there was a lot of, like, comedy moments and things that kind of, like, like other filler stuff in this movie, like it really played into 
just Chosu and Sujin. Like, it, it, like they were definitely the for forefront of this movie. Yeah. And everything else was like, even like all of the side plots and all of the side characters felt like it was really just there to like eventually lead in and to support something that had to do with like their relationship at the time. You know what I mean? So I, I like really like that it stayed consistent between just like it was a story about them too through and through. But I mean, at the same time, the reason why I say it's like mid is because I mean, it's not really anything truly special of a movie you know what i mean like we've definitely seen you know kind of larger like greater films but i think for the most part people would really really love this movie and i can definitely see why it got so much traction and it's so popular so for anybody else it would probably be like an eight nine tearjerker maybe for me like five <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it places higher but like didn't get any tears out of me. But mm. What did you think? Did you have a cut um, by your side as all the tears slowed down? No, I mean, I don't really cry for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. You know what's funny? Heartless man. I actually cry more in war films probably. Wow. I cry in, in like That's romance like, movies. Not to be a there, racist com not to be like a racist comment. That's like a, such a Korean answer. No, for no, like no. You know why? It's there, there's just something about like brotherhood and camaraderie <laughs> that just makes me like it makes me like my heart pound and be like, man, that's that's real love right there. <laughs> you, you, know? you guys in the Korean in the in the war films. What, whereas and, like, romance, like yeah, it's great. Uh, it's sad, but they're not going through battle together. It's 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 beautiful. But I don't know. There's just something about about being with your brothers. <laughs> Did we? Till, I gotta till, go back. Did to you the say ends of, uh, ends of the death? You know, <laughs> ends of ends of the world. You know. Did you say that you had like you cracked a tear or two when we watched Teguki? I wonder if you. Uh, I that. didn't. I didn't when we watched it recently, but oh. I probably did when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, I mean, I'm sure you've seen that movie many times by now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's funny. Yeah, considering that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a big big like unless it's i don't know, unless it's really relevant or like relatable to me right um in terms of the romance i am not really a big like that's another like this this movie in particular like it doesn't really play to be relatable i guess mm. like it's like it's not grounded in that way yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it's not like a typical like love story yeah in terms of like uh like very it's not very coincidental in in like the real world right, setting right this is very like staged almost <laughs> right right but i i think that's kind of like part of the film as well because there is this poetic irony in the movie where even the convenience store um moment where they first met like they probably would have never met if she was never forgetful in the first place. Right. Right. But that ends up becoming her downfall mm. where she can't remember him anymore. But if she never forgot that Coke and the wallet, then she would have never met him at all. Right. And so it's that weird, uh, you know, compromise there <laughs> where it's like, but, uh, yeah, do I meet yeah. you or do I, <laughs> you know, live my life without ever forgetting something? Right. And, and, I think that it's a very nice balance that and, and it's a very like interesting thing to think about as you watch the movie and, and it kind of adds that layer of of like poetic irony that kind mm. of makes it a little more than just like, you know, just a romance movie. Um, but overall, I did enjoy the movie, um, even watching it again. Uh, it's it's. Like you said, it's very long. Yeah. But for me, at least, it never felt like it's like too long. It never felt very draggy for me. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely moments where it's like, do you need that scene? Um, and you can wonder that. But <clears> I think that a lot of it kind of adds to the characterization of the two, um, the two main characters and. Right kinds of puts like everything all the pieces together so that the ending and the climax can kind of like unfold mm. 
And so, yeah, I, I do see that there are a lot of like things going on in terms of that, where it's like a lot of very like little things, yeah, details where like they're just kind of happy together and <laughs> and they have these moments where like they're right, like right. either flirting or or they're like you know just you know enjoying their time with each other and there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, um, but I think all of that kind of adds to the buildup of like when she. F- forgets him and yeah it, it's fuel for like yeah it's yeah. fuel for the fire right <laughs> it's fuel for all of that right that moment when uh he basically is forgotten and she starts calling him by the ex-boyfriend's like, name yeah. and all of that and i think it's 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 playing to that which is why it built that up mm-hmm. um so it's not you know for me i don't think it was like draggy or anything by any means right. and i did enjoy i did like the the way that they ended it, I, I, it's funny because when I watched it again, I actually had kind of forgotten how they ended it. But then like near maybe like three quarters of it, I remembered again. Mm. Um, when they started talking about like, do you really, when she starts talking about like, do you really love me? Like, you know, when she starts <laughs> asking me all that. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to end it where like, it's the thing where he never says he loves her ever like even mm-hmm. after they married yeah he's never actually uttered those words mm-hmm. um and then at the end he finally like goes to her and when she actually is able to remember he says that to her yeah and it's it ends that way and i think that's a good way of it's kind of close on the loop yeah yeah, sure. yeah like finally um having that payoff right yeah. of of that like little um moment that's set up where he's never said he loved her mm-hmm. and finally at the end he does and that's how it ends <laughs> Because it's a nice way of ending it because I feel like it's hard to end a movie like Alzheimer's. Right. Especially when you know, like, the answer is given to you halfway through the movie. Right. Right. So now you're like, it's not really a a twist or a shock. It's like, how do we... How are you you going to resolve this, right? That's the question. Exactly. And so with that question in mind, I think it was a pretty good way of ending it. Um. Because like you know, if she died, it's kind of weird too. Because it, it, it's a very like mental thing, right? Like it's it's a very um like a. That's not how it works. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like just because you have Alzheimer's doesn't necessarily mean that your body will die. Right. I mean, it probably does deteriorate a lot faster after, but it's not like you're just dead, right? And mm. so like, how are you going to? You know <laughs> that is he gonna be living with it forever? Like taking yeah, yeah, care yeah. of her? Like there's a lot of different weird things that you kind of have to think about but when you end it with the thing where he finally gets to say i love you to her right, right. as the ending it kind of puts that nice bow on the on the uh-huh. on the end of the movie so i think that was a pretty good way of ending it yeah i could go into like a super rant because like <clears throat> I'm talking about the ending like i support everything that he said too and it was a big thing that i was wondering where it was like I mean, the question kind of changed to like, okay, obviously something was like building up or like some suspicions that, you know, she's sick, like she's forgetful, blah, blah, blah. So we find out that she has Alzheimer's by the midpoint. It becomes like, well, what's the resolution then? And like, how are we going to, if there is like a solution to her sickness or like what, how, like just how are they going to wrap up the story essentially? And I think that they did it pretty well um, in terms of that and like just kind of like re-solidifying their relationship at the end mm. given like all the doubts of it um but yeah like i'm thinking of like i want to eat your pancreas situation where because <laughs> like you said alzheimer's isn't an i mean kind of in an all be all in terms of like you said in the movie it's it's a mental death and not a physical one um and like i said if, if you get it you're not going to like physically die immediately like that's not a way to do it so like how do you do it <laughs> like i want to eat your pancreas she had like terminal cancer, but she got murdered anyway. Like, <laughs> you just can't do that. Like, you can't you can't give an inevitable death and you then speed it up on some pull BS. Pull the rug from oh underneath my. you. Like, if that happened in this movie, like immediately, like zero out of ten. Like, <laughs> I would have immediately. Car accident. Like, she no, forgot. No, you have that light, the green light, red light. She's like, what's the green light? <laughs> What's the red light? You yeah, yeah, yeah. If, like, <laughs> if you copped out so hard doing that, 
One that's like, okay, now you're really playing for the Japanese audience. But two, <laughs> accidents, crashes, <laughs> the, the trauma to the real trauma. No, yeah, it, I mean that's just like such a cop out answer to like actually doing something that feels genuine. And so it's it's great to like see this movie like have a genuine answer, you know? Because like, you know, like they really set that up, um, starting from the midpoint when that, yeah. when she proposes the marriage, mm-hmm. right? And he's and she's like, "Oh, do you not love me?" And then she goes on that rant about like all of the different things, and yeah. then there's that nice like kind of twist in the in the uh, in the end near the end where she flips the table on him mm-hmm. where like remember all the answers that he gave her like yeah, yeah. like this is why like you know i i don't say i love you and all of this and like right. and near the end she kind of does the same thing where where she's like yeah like you know how do you know we're gonna be happy and all that and she kind of like mm. flips the script on him right and right. it's a very very nice like callback right it, it, and it feels very satisfying in that way right yeah. and even the the love thing too it's like you know him never saying i love you and then finally being able to say that as a yeah you know it, and it's you know like if you think about it realistically it's kind of uh, unrealistic oh yeah because yeah. like you know <laughs> people say i love you all the time and, and it's really rare for somebody not to ever say i love you dude like just the fact that she has Alzheimer's. Like it was really, really well, bad yeah, when yeah. she left. How did she go anywhere for starters? And how did she end up like in the most convenient facility? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and nobody knew about it. Yeah, that's not how that works. But uh, but I mean, obviously, this is not a realistic yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm exactly. not expecting it to be realistic at all. But it, it's just that that dynamic that I think kind of worked really well. Yeah, where um, they really knew how they wanted to bring mm. the movie to the end right and a lot of the um a lot of the points within the movie really supported that yeah i like my experience was i mean by the end of it i was really glad and like had realized that oh i was in good hands the entire way along because it was definitely kind of a rocky boat (laughs) as going through Mm. i mean just personally and so to know that the ending was was really confident in the way that like it, I felt like I was on a straight line, and everything happened so co- cohesively. Like that's what I mean by like. Did you know that she had any kind of like Alzheimer's until like maybe until the reveal, like until that moment she actually goes to the doctor? To um, I I knew it was like a memory thing. I didn't know that they were gonna go with like straight up Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um. So I didn't like suspect because that's another answer. thing that I think that this movie did really well mm. was. Giving you a lot of hints yeah. as to her, like getting into Alzheimer's right. into that point, yeah. but never actually like revealing it straightforward, and kind of just showing us like little moments where she's very clumsy or she forgets things, mm-hmm. and then that moment when she even when she uh, faints, it's like what the why did she just <laughs> faint all of a sudden? Right, right. That, that was my first reaction when I first watched the movie. I was like. That's random. That's such a like cop out of the timing. <laughs> right, timing. right. Like it's like, why are you to disturb like yeah, yeah. To, and then kind of to change life because like you don't even know how to figure out how to uh <laughs> like, resolve the dinner, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The marriage scene. But then later on you realize, oh, it's because she had Alzheimer's and that kind of really makes sense. Sure. Right? It it just kind of like unfolds that way. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's really neat because they planted all that in the in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, obviously, the convenience store scene, the wallet. There's also another scene where she's, like, checking herself out and and she's, like, making sure she's all nice because she kind of wants to... Oh, she forgets her bag. On she the, forgets yeah, her bag yeah. and she comes back for the bag. It's very subtle. It's, like, yeah. it's like a throw throwaway kind of thing that you kind of don't even need to think about. Yeah, you just write it off as, like, that's her character, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's just that's her personality. Her right? yeah. um, there's that moment, that throwaway line when... Uh, she almost gets her bag stolen, mm. and then all the pens flow out of her bag. And he's like, "Oh, do you sell oh, yeah. these? <laughs> like, do you sell pens or whatever?" Yeah, in the subway. <laughs> yeah, in the subway. So, like, all of those things really kind of add up to that moment when you're like, "Oh, yeah, she has Alzheimer's," and you're like, "Oh, okay." So oh, that's yeah, why. Yeah. 
And there's that other like very small like montage thing <clears throat> when she first goes to Choice's house and then she she comes back out and go back home. Yeah. There's that really like fast montage of like the streets like going through the streets. And she's like getting lost. And she's like through. lost, but you, it never tells you she's lost. Like she never like expect it's a it's a montage like you don't even yeah, know yeah. what's really going on. Mm. It just looks like a kind of cool looking. It, it felt shot. like just like a, I don't know a vibe thing. Yeah, like like <laughs> trying to make the movie yeah, look yeah, cool, right? Yeah, yeah. But but if you think about it all, it's like her like not right. knowing which way to go really. And I mean, she explains it like because she ends up going to the I guess like the manu the fabric yeah, man- manufacturer yeah, manufacturing place, and, and she like explains there oh like oh, that she late. got lost yeah, on yeah, the way yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She, oh, the guy was like, "Oh, what took you so long?" Yeah, and she's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I kind of got lost or whatever. Right, right. But it, it's like very subtle, right? It's mm. like it it doesn't really feel like anything. Right, right. But then when you when that moment hits, when she's at the doctor's place, and you're like, "Oh, okay, no, oh, I no. Get it. yeah." It all and makes so all the all those things kind of work mm. for that. All all is revealed now. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like I, that's a huge plus in my opinion with the movies. I mean, that's something that I definitely picked up on was like, again, like the pacing was is really, really slow and it feels draggy at times. But like when you pull back in hindsight, like it all really works. And that's that's a huge part of it is that the the payoffs that this movie gives you and the things that happen, like there are breadcrumbs all around the film um, with just like every bits and moments. Right. Like obviously the Alzheimer's is, is the biggest thing. It's the it's the main driving point, but also just like you know, their interactions with, like, the griff, the card griff, right? Like, that always comes up, and it kind of gets paid off into little scenes. Like, I think my favorite scene is when he does it the last time where she just finds out she has Alzheimer's, and she's like, oh, can you do it for me? She's, like, really begging him, and he's like, oh, you never win at this every time we do it. And so he gives her a freebie without knowing it, and then she just... She doesn't even try. She doesn't try and gives up, and then, like, there's that reveal that, it's all it, arts. It's, <laughs> it's all the same card. It's all winning card. Yeah. And then uh, she lost anyway. And then she's like having a breakdown in the bathroom. Like that was such a great scene mm. for me. And it's good because of the payoff, right? It's right. it's the setup and then the payoff there. Exactly. Where he's done it the whole time. And and we already know it's, right. it's a repertoire there. And then that little twist at the end. Mm. That really makes it good. Yeah. It's like the continuous like use of repetition. But all in the way that's like all these little moments or scenes or like uh, characteristics just seem that are precious to them. Right. right, It's like a precious moment for them. And it's also something that we know that it's precious to them. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's important. What I'm saying is like, it's also like not insignificant in the way of like the story or the way that it ends up paying off to be, but like when it'll come back later and it ends up being like, you know, in a significant way, you know what I mean? Like, like, like with the card in that scene or, Obviously, with those Alzheimer's, and uh, I'm sure there's a few other bits that kind of do the same thing, right? Even like the carved the, the face, the face, yes, the yeah, yeah, wooden carving that he has, right? Exactly. In the beginning, he's like carving it at the uh, outside vendor, street vendor, mm-hmm. food vendor place, yeah. And then he hides it because he didn't, it doesn't Throws want it him to see it. <laughs> and then later on, yeah, later on when you know they're in the house, she's about to look at it. He he just right, throws right. it in the trash, yeah. And then later on after that, um. On, in the dinner scene, um, in the when the with the family, mm. she's like, "Why don't you just use this to <laughs> crack uh, the lobster?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like right? carried it with her to the thing. Yeah, so it's Damn. all of that stuff that really kind of yeah. continues to play throughout the movie. So nothing feels like it's wasted. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's like a really, really... like the baseball batting cage stuff. Exactly. You know, it yeah. comes back. You know, it's all all of that. Like it's all meant it, for something. It yeah. continues on, so it's it's really good in that way. It's really, I mean, that's like such an important quality to have. I think it really, it really kept this movie going, and it's definitely the strongest suit. Mm. And it keeps you watching too. Like I th- those are the reasons why, like, like it. Keeps yeah, it's your the attention. special moments that they have that are interesting to watch, and then like you know, it it keeps on like pushing you right. forward. I'm in the relationship. <laughs> I'm I'm in love with Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm married to her in this scene. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah. What are some of your favorite scenes? You kind of mentioned the uh, yeah hard the, one. The last Griff scene. Um, I think it's definitely number one. Um, I don't know other. 
other great, great scenes that I love? Mm, it's like, I don't know. I'm saying, I'm thinking like this movie is kind of hard to think of in that way, mm-hmm. but also not really because like, like as we just talked about, a lot of it is very like moment to moment, right? They have yeah. a lot of scenes. But I don't know. I mean, I like that. I like the, that and the, um like the ending where he like recreates the communion scene mm. and then it turns out that everybody in the store is like the doctor and her family. Yeah. You know what's funny mom. though? The mother. Oh my God. <laughs> Charles's mother. Yeah. It's like, it, it, that's the one thing that I feel like was very abrupt. It, it, okay. It's like she has that whole rant, right? Mm. And then he finally like pays her debt off. Oh, like like the solution was like one thing. It was so fast. <laughs> it felt fast, at least. Right. In 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 the whole scheme of the movie where mm. it's like they have a fight, they're a really bad relationship. She goes to jail. Uh Sujin Sujin uh convinces Chaisu to yeah. uh bail her out, right? Right. And then right after that it's the scene where they all gather together and the mother is coming together as well right to to uh church's house yeah and it's just kind of like like at that point all is like well question mark yeah right like they're they're all kind of like good but there was never that resolution between between charsu and the mother it Mm. but then it just goes straight to him beating the dude up (laughs) in the house and and she's like taking care of the the dude who got beat up in the back yeah it just felt very like well, okay, I guess they're they're good now, you know, and then and then and then obviously in the communion store, the mom's in the back as well, right? Which was like okay, yeah. After that point, she just felt like in addition, yeah, to the, to the family or to whatever the back supporting <laughs> cast. But it, yeah, it just felt like kind of like abrupt in that way. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I meant earlier when I said that like they're I mean, all like just part of. The way to support the the romance essentially yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really like all about Chosu and uh, Sujing and like like right. I said like even all of like the backstory like all the the subplots everything is really just there to support the romance yeah because like even like the reason why he, he succumbs and like bails her out and gives him after fighting like all his life is for her like yeah. he did it just for her sake yeah. you know and so yeah it all kind of goes and in that way like maybe it doesn't work so well because. Like it's the problem is like it's such a a big character moment for him like that's like the reason Chosu whatever yeah. right like why he is like why he is the way he is yeah and then we don't really get get that resolution exactly between the mother and the and the son yeah it was just kind of for me I think that that would be the weakest link but I do understand why they didn't really sure. like you said like you said it's it's all for the romance so like they probably were like. It's not that needed, right? Right. Um, we resolve. But, we resolve the issues. But if you're gonna make it two hours and thirty <laughs> minutes long, or you just like add another five minutes, add another five minutes for the resolution. <laughs> <laughs> What's five more minutes? <laughs> What's five more minutes? Today? Director's cut, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You drive my car with three hours. And you yeah. can, you can do it. Uh, but like you said, it, like you said, it, it's not, it's not the biggest deal. Right? right. Yeah. At the end of the day, but it would have been nice. Sure. At least for me, in terms of creating a nice arc between, well, his backstory for his backstory and the mother and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm like just thinking in like terms of the flip side between um, uh, Sujin and like her parents. I mean, it, like, I mean, it all goes with like the forgiven things. So that is not really a huge problem there. Yeah. So I guess it's it's. Fine. I, I I really liked. The father's relationship with the daughter. Yeah. It's just very sweet. Like, just watching them <laughs> together and, and the father kind of doting on the daughter and uh-huh. and kind of leading her and, and helping her. Although, like, you know, he can't really do much, but, like, he tries his best to, to you know, make everything right. Yeah. And then, and even forgive her and stuff like that. It really kind of... And, and that's the other, like, secondary through line um, plot, right? It's, like, right. the forgiveness stuff and... Mm-hmm. And coming to terms with that, and and I think you know that layered very well, yeah, um, yeah, on on the romance stuff. So I mean, like it was great because like I mean it thoroughly like directed with like on the same plane too, right? Like that was a big thing with her family, and mm-hmm. was the reason like 
why she got along with her father and things kind of made up over time with her parents. Yeah. And then that carried over with Chosu's yeah. own mother's family. dilemma in that sense. So it was like on the same family plane, you know? Yeah. So that was that was neat. Like it definitely worked as a through line in that way. Yeah. Um, man, the sister's a brat though. <laughs> the sister. <laughs> Always trying to stir up trouble. Yeah. I think maybe my favorite side character is the uh the teacher. The the other architect, the, the old <laughs> the old, old head, man. <laughs> he just like yells at him. Building building the temple for ten years. Dang, he's like these angles are all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see where he gets his temper. Damn. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably from his mom and and <laughs> yeah, his teacher. Not surrounded by a single sweetheart. Nope. Damn, just a cold, cold man. Yeah, the teacher's nice. Um. That's why it was like nice to see at the end when he like shows up in the convenience. It's like the one sweet moment you had of him. It, you it's know? it's that thing where you have to bring everyone yeah, yeah. for the climax thing. Which in one part kind of feels cheesy, but like in another part it's like yeah. It's part I of mean, the grand scheme. Yeah, it's it's part for the course, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean like I mean on a topic of of that and like everything works out like everything really really does work together and like like being a consistent tone and like like the pacing like it being like even just it being a slow movie works in like the romance way of being yeah. melodramatic you know and like like you said like all the the little i was gonna add earlier like all the scenes that feel like they're unnecessary like there's a lot of um not flashbacks but like moment of like slow motion and then like going on dates and like the honeymoon and the dating phase and it's like Sure, you could kind of chop that maybe faster, you know, but it works into kind of uplifting everything. Yeah. Right. Even the music is like Spanish, like oh, yeah. ballad, like it all, like it's it's just like all there, like feeding into the machine, you know. Yeah. I liked a lot of their the transitions that they had in the movie as well. Mm, what do you um, mean? For example, in the beginning scene when they're at the at the station. Mm. And uh, Chosu is talking with the beggar. Oh, okay, okay. And they're like talking. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes back on the beggar and then they pan to the side and it's, it's uh, Sujin. Yeah. And it's kind of that nice transition there mm-hmm. and things like that. I really liked about the movie. They had was, a good, good, you know. That, that was actually a good point. The, they did, there was a lot of really interesting like editing techniques, particularly with like the manipulation of time. I think this movie has done maybe one of, like, the best works in, like, manipulating time. Mm. And, like, in such a smooth way. Like, in that, right? Like, all of a sudden, we're, we're in the past doing that. And um, particularly, I think maybe second place for my favorite scenes would be when after Sujin's father figures out and he asks her to come over and then she proposes the idea to him in the batting cages. And then, like, he, like, declines... And then they all of a sudden get into like more of a conversation of like them and like their future and like what exactly is the relationship looking like now or in the future. It's like, like in a different place. Right. But in each time it's cut between like a different time and a different place and like there's yeah. different outfits. But you get the sense like but it's a real time conversation. But you get the sense that they've been talking about this for a long time. Right. By right. using that uh, yeah. flash forward kind of thing. Right. And it was it was just a smart in like neat way to like, I kind of love that scene at the end when when he's like <laughs> hey, hey, get away from me yeah. he jumps at her and like, she's like oh you think I'd be scared <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then it just like naturally cuts into the parent trap scene where, uh-huh. where that's like the final destination like yeah. it, that that whole sequence, sequence yeah. really just fits buttery smooth like it's it works super well yeah. I think that like I just thought that was the coolest thing. To yeah, watch. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of the transitions in this movie, really well thought out, and, and mm-hmm. especially because it's dealing with time and and memories and stuff like that. Right, it right. really kind of brings that um, through with the medium, mm-hmm. with the film medium. Yeah. So strong use. I mean, strong, strong characteristics in the movie itself. Yeah, for sure. Even when, like when they're married, there's that montage. Mm. And then it goes to that shot of their, of their, uh, like they're sitting together, they're married, like yeah, the photo. 
oh, and then it goes yeah. into the into their house. And then and then he's like running. Yeah, because you have the sto- yeah, stove on. Yeah, slow mo to the stove. Oh, I, lo- <laughs> I love the scene where like he takes her to like this hilltop, right? And then she's like, oh, and he's like, this is the house that we're going to live in. And they're uh, pretending to like walk in and like he stops. <laughs> and like turns off turns the, off stove. the stove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all just like works. Like mm. it really all all ends up coming together in that way. Yeah, it's really it's really neat. I don't know. I feel like the more you talk about this movie, the higher the points go up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Maybe but, for you. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen it once. <laughs> No, I mean it gets like a it gets like a good like out of ten a good eight mm. for sure mm. seven to eight you know it's just a really well made movie mm. I think at the end of the day like it's not something you could go wrong with mm. at all so um, any other bits that you wanted to add I think that's about it I um then on that note. I mean, I will have to apply to you. This is the end of your your picks. You, you <laughs> did your first two, but I do think so far between the classic and this movie, this has maybe been like on the most on point of a series genre we've been uh, on. Like, I think both of these movies have really stuck like, to the yeah, genre. yeah, yeah. Have like through and through been like this is romance and yeah. nothing else. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, in they were looking you, for that, right? Yeah, for yeah. This series, yeah. so but. Every time we do a series, like it was there's, very, yeah. there's like some kind of deviation. Well, except for like like Jet Li, right? Right, because but that's, that's like of, that's yeah. the that's the actor, yeah. obviously, you know. But like not, for like a genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um. So far, we're doing good. I'm, we'll I'm gonna mess it up this time. <laughs> now it's gonna. It's be, okay. It's okay. We need a little, little, you know. No, out. no, no. <laughs> I'm determined now to be like on track and not derail. But I, I like movies that are kind of layered mm. you know not just one thing i mean like i do like the classics but you right, know right. sometimes it's nice to have a little subversion a you know we'll see we'll see i mean i'm trying to remember i've only seen a man and woman so next week we'll be watching uh, a man and a woman came out in 2016 directed by lee yun ki so this is a more recent movie as per my own personal <laughs> theme uh-huh. <laughs> post 2010s guys i got you don't worry about it um i've been watching like 1950s movies yeah this guy's been going back to fucking <laughs> kurosawa yeah so so i go even his way mo- back his most recent movie is like 92 <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean i mean the most recent movie i watched was probably 75 1975 <laughs> which is uh high and low mm. Yeah, so far. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I saw Man and Woman once, and really, like, loosely I remember the plot, but a lot of the detail and bits and pieces kind of uh, are lost in me now. Mm. But it is... It's different. I Like, again, like, the classic in this movie are... Very like, just true to... It. True it's, to the genre, but they have their own, like, personalities to them like, right. like they do it in a different way like i said like the other one's a little more comedic like it, it definitely felt like the director's kind of touched on there mm-hmm. but was still very much like a romance movie in the campy uh stereotypical way but in this movie does sort of the same thing but like in the melodrama department but we still support it this movie hopefully does the same because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to remember but the plot's a little different. There's a little more twists and turns, I guess you can say. Mm. Some unfaithful things. This would be like pre-Sujin. pre-Sujin. There you go. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. This oh, is, well, when she's uh, going out with the ex Yeah, yeah. This is before happiness, Sujin. I see. You know what I mean? It's still romance. May not be wholesome, uh. but the thing. Um. So, yeah. So, that, that's... That'll be next week, man and woman. Uh, really enjoyed this one. And just a quick shout out to our Patreon. Come and support us. Get a couple of exclusive episodes. Uh, and, you know, if you can't wait on Fridays, then you can get 
every episode posted in advance on Mondays. And I think we have the Drive My Car podcast up. Yes, our latest new episode is Drive My Car. Fun fact. I found, I had to do a triple take in real time today. that. Because <laughs> one of his neighbors drive a 900 Saab, uh, Saab 900 Turbo in red. I didn't. Maybe they rented it from him. <laughs> For the All the way from Japan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's the only one they got. <laughs> Bro, like, I'm not... This isn't even, like... I'm not farming for content here. Like, literally, I was... I, like, had to hit the brake so hard. And I was like... Wait Maybe a it's second. a common, common car. <laughs> <laughs> not even. Not, not, not even. Not, I don't think I've ever seen one <laughs> yeah, out, no, outside of that seen, movie. I live here. I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Maybe he did rent it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, that was pretty neat, but, um, it's a nice looking car and, uh, go check it out in that movie when you go see it mm. and then listen along. So yeah, but uh, other than that, you can stay updated with us on Instagram at getting past subtitles as well as Twitter. And if you enjoyed this video, how did you like this movie? What other movies would you recommend in the romance department? Yeah. Just let us know down in the comments. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.